Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Thanks for joining us for another episode. As you might know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we talk about a listener-submitted minute of content from a TV show, movie, or something else on the internet, and we talk about it, try to orient ourselves and figure out what's going on. John, what are we looking at today? Today we're discussing a clip from PJ Katie submitted by Alex. Great, and this week's episode is brought to you by the South Beach Diet. Are you tired of diet programs that promise losing 10 pounds a week and you're lucky if you lose one? Well, at South Beach, we'll send you a full week's worth of meals for $50, guaranteed to make you lose 20 pounds a week. How do we do it? Sand. The human body can't digest it, and that's what we mail you. Ready to take a bite out of South Beach? Literally? Then visit southbeach.com slash minute for a 10% discount on your first week of meals today. The human body can't digest it. We right. figured it out, John. We can't do it. <laughs> it's the secret science to eating food. <laughs> if, you, if you eat food you can't digest mm -hmm. you don't gain weight all right all right so paul what's our level of familiarity with pj katie i'm coming in at a hard zero what about you uh yep uh i mean like i feel like even if i had seen pj katie it would have leaked out the side of my brain like mm -hmm. five minutes later after after leaving such a thing um you want to recap what what goes on here paul yeah, so just briefly, we open on to a young woman playing with what appear to be poorly made clay or Play-Doh animals in a farm setting, and she's uh, enacting a scene, telling us what's happening, and it's it's just it's just great. Okay, that's great. Um, do you think we should do a script read, Paul? Well, I think we should, and uh, it'll, it'll be a little bit different this week. I'll be playing the part of this mysterious young woman, and John, you'll be the cat. Yes. Okay. Let me just get into character here. <laughs> Oh, I should have practiced her voice even a little bit. Okay. <laughs> There's our snowman. Woof, 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 says Bryce. That's a nice snowman. Oh. Then Bryce fell to the snow and started bouncing around. I think I like this snow. <laughs> this is a good snowman, said the nameless pig. All of a sudden, <laughs> You know what? Our snowman doesn't have any eyes, but that's all right. We can pretend. And then Dammy, Demetrius, the rooster, started, That's a nice snowman. What are we going to do now? said all the animals. I have a good idea, said the nameless pig. Let's go tobogganing. What's tobogganing? said Collie Collie Bryce. <laughs> I'll show you, said PJ Katie, and she brought out two sleds. Who's going to go down the hill first? Meow. All right. Well, All that right. was weird. That was uh, that was a journey we went on there. It was just accurate, though. Well, John, after seeing this phenomenal clip, and I really recommend everybody at home goes and watches it. Oh yeah, um, no, it is it is beautiful. What is your first takeaway? Okay, so my first takeaway is uh. That all of these animals are at various levels of uh, skill, uh, craftsmanship. They're, they're all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I think that the horse that she's playing with looks 
horribly maimed and mutilated. Whereas, like, there's kind of a pretty good cow in here. And the cat has, like, whiskers and stuff. I don't know. It's just the, the details of this playset are are very different. Also, everything's made out of, everything that isn't made out of cheap clay is either like a store bought barn or mm-hmm. just I don't know, like just paper. Paper. Yeah. Just just straight up also, construction Gen- paper. Yeah, I think that's a dog, not a horse. Oh, it's a dog? Okay. I think so. Of course. What what Of uh, course. Jeez. Well, f- for me the the first question John is just how did this happen? I have no idea. How, how is this a show? This is amazing. It, I probably conveyed the nervous laughter, at yeah. least to, to some extent, successfully there. But she she doesn't look prepared for this adventure. Yeah. No. Also, uh, so Alex did explain that this is this was on aired aired on television, and it's not public access, like actual television, for two years. So that was the note that Alex gave us for this. So we know that this is for real TV. Uh. Can we, uh, is this PJ Katie? Can we assume that she is P- PJ Katie herself? Not just the doll that has the name PJ Katie, uh, the, the clay figure, the, the, the melted horror that is PJ Katie, the, <laughs> the doll. Uh, yeah, I, I think we can assume that this mysterious woman is the titular PJ Katie also. Okay. So PJ Katie is also dressed in full blown, like forest green, long sleeve shirt, like, mm-hmm what would you call the cap like uh like just a bucket cap Uh, yeah probably a bucket cap made out of the same material as a shirt yep and then overalls topping it off with floral overalls right floral overalls but not in a light pattern or anything like that no they're black Mm -hmm. background with like sort of like floral pattern on top of it so she is incredibly dark and blends in with the wood panel background and like it is intense. Random stuff behind her. Um, she looks nineties as hell with that cap and the and, and and those overalls. You can't wear overalls yeah, anymore. I've, I've tried the overalls. Yeah. Well, John, you you mentioned that she's probably PJ Katie. Which the follow up question for me then is, what do you think? Who do you think PJ Katie is in universe in this little world she's created there? I mean. I think the obvious answer is she's God. Oh. And she has a manifestation on Earth as the little tiny clay figure who's obviously the Jesus figure in the piece. Interesting. Down there to save all of the animals, including the nameless pig? (laughs) Including the eldritch horror that is the nameless pig. (laughs) Why? Okay, Paul, I, 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 I love... The nameless pig is obviously the show stealer here. Mm-hmm. Um, what, why do you think the nameless pig is nameless? I think, well, what I want to happen is that it's the only nameless character because they're going to end up eating the pig by the end of the episode <laughs> and they don't want to name it. I was thinking more like nameless as in like, and like an eldritch horror, like manifest on <laughs> earth. And like, well, I mean, you could, you, if you said that a pig's name then you would go mad. So they just they just Ooh. leave it as the nameless pig. You know, they could be... Interestingly, though, it's probably the best-made figure of all of them. It actually looks like it has a... Um, well, it's three-dimensional oh, it? and not just smushed-out, like, uh, sculpty. Well, it looks like it might have gone through a kiln also. Yeah, it is shiny. Yeah. 
Um, I would like to say that I believe that the horse, the blue horse in the background, has mm-hmm. spoken the the nameless pig's name and has now <laughs> has now <laughs> receded into madness. As, yeah, that, that could be, which yeah. is obvious from his like flattened body and also the like mindless stare he gives off just t- straight at the camera the entire time. <laughs> You know, I, I like your theory of PJ Katie and how it extrapolates into the universe a little more. Uh-huh. I, I had two ideas for who she actually is in universe, and I, I don't think they're as good, but the most obvious one for me is that she's just a crazy old farmer who talks to her animals and is always wearing her pajamas. Okay. Which, you know, could be true in universe, but I like my other idea better, which is that she's actually stolen the identity of a former World War II army recruit named Private John Cady. <laughs> okay. And is living on his farm with his animals, having killed him, I guess, and trying to, like, rebrand PJ Cady as being a woman as part of stealing his identity. Okay, so, uh... So this is, like, a, a Skinner... Like, Simpsons Skinner, uh... What is it? Uh, you know, he... Armin Tamzer, uh, Tamzerian... Uh, mm-hmm. where it turns out that Principal Skinner is, in fact, a different person and that he took on the identity of Seymour Skinner uh, when his, when uh, Seymour Skinner died in the Vietnam War and that he's been Armin Tanzarian the entire time in the, mm-hmm. the fiction of The Simpsons. Are you saying that PJ Katie is much the same sort of figure except more nefarious because instead of just taking a man's identity, she also murdered him? You know, I think so, but I'm not sure how nefarious she really is because all of the animals seem to be okay with it. Yeah. Well, maybe the animals hated the original PJ Katie. Yeah, he could have also been a dick. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, What I do like is that PJ Katie, the the clay figurine, seems to be holding a gas canister. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is also kind of nefarious looking. A little troubling, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what else could that be, Paul? Like, it looks like it looks like yeah, a let poorly let misshapen clay version of a gas canister. <laughs> Jeez, um, it could just be like a purse, or it could be a really poorly made shovel because we're in a winter scene, I, I guess. I guess, but it really does look like it, she's it just looks... holding a gas canister and is about to yeah. burn this fucking uh, paper burn. paper world down. <laughs> she's burn about it to the ground. She's about to cure some sculpty in this motherfucker, and like, <laughs> mm. all these animals will be preserved to get, uh, forever in this single pose. <laughs> Well, John, let's briefly talk about what's going on in the background here. My favorite thing is this massive bug that says YTV on it. Oh, it's a bug. I thought it was a brain. It's totally a bug now that I see it. Yeah, in the background behind the actual real world godlike PJKD Mm -hmm. uh, is, is a purple bug with green mandibles like more of a fuchsia body mm-hmm. and then creepy eyes just crazy looking which you know if i'm coming up with like a kids tv network and i'm assuming that's what ytv stands for like youth television or something youth television the youth that's what it's i want television for the youths basically and you know what they love giant scary bugs oh yeah that's gonna be our mascot I'm imagining, so if this was like a Nickelodeon show, I'm imagining mm-hmm. that the like outro to this would be like the bug being smashed by a giant like claymation hand, and then oh, that could be and fun. then the guts say YTV or something like that. It's gross, and I like it. Yeah. 
well, we we were the the exact people that they wanted to attract with stuff like that. So you know that that's true. It's true. So John, I, I don't want to get into our theories of the show quite yet, but I just I am struck by the fact that she, but between the nervous laughter and like forgetting the names of her own characters in the <laughs> middle of it, like did did she know she was going to be on a sh- TV show or I I don't know. Did she just show up and they gave her like. $10 worth of clay and some construction paper. Yeah. I don't know. So the thing is, is like, we riff on stuff, right, Paul? We've been known to. Yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of what this is about, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was given a bunch of clay figures and a bunch of random pieces of construction paper and was told, mm-hmm. okay, now go for it. This clip is seven minutes long. Uh, so presumably she do she does this for at very least seven minutes. I'm, I'm not wondering. entirely certain I wouldn't like break down laughing in the middle of it or like go insane in the middle of it. Uh, do you think you'd be able to to pull off this sort of like level of ad libbing and riffing and? I think I would probably do about as well as she's doing. But my my bigger question is. Why is she doing any ad libbing? She had to have known the show was coming, right? <laughs> um, true. Unless, unless like, uh, PJ Katie is definitely one of those like mid season sort of like, oh crap, the show we didn't get the show shipped in. Like n- nobody produced mm-hmm. any more episodes for this. The company collapsed, and so now she's got to step in with the show that she made up in about five minutes. <laughs> But you you feel like she had to have at least a day to prepare. And I feel oh, like yeah. given a day, I could come up with a little more. A little bit know. more than just let's go tobogganing. Let's go tobogganing. Okay. But because this is the PJ Katie show, is the show always her on this farm, do you think? Oh, God. I mean, like, the names of everything make me think that, yes, that this is, in fact, like, the show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but but i could also see katie maybe maybe like each season is a new place and she or maybe maybe she goes everywhere with the animals and today just happened to be in front of a barn okay um, some days it's her and the animals at a shopping mall or outside yeah. of the little caesars yeah exactly oh man i want to see the little caesars set like <laughs> i'm imagining <laughs> the sets being way more detailed than anything else in the show like whoever the set builder is is like no this is my life i love i love this it's small buildings it's my thing i i'm pretty sure this set builder is also pj katie <laughs> about 20 minutes before the episode starts Very like, oh true. shit i need to make some snow and some toboggans what can i make toboggans out of uh oh paper Great. yeah let's roll this paper up but only halfway so then they look like tiny toboggans it's just it's it's great work really if you're going for like an abstractionist toboggan oh yeah no this is like in a way it's a very sort of like like modernist idea of what story requires which is very little apparently yeah well i i have a lot that i want to say in terms of theories here okay and there's there's so much we could talk about in this clip that i almost feel like we can't I want to know, what is the show that you would come up with on the fly if you had to start one right now? Oh, man. Okay. This is John put on the spot, made to host a TV show for children. Okay. Well, I'm fairly certain I remember how to make Gak. So I'd probably just do sort of like a a cooking show, except for cool, gross stuff, maybe. Like Gak and Play-Doh. Anything viscous. (laughs) 
<laughs> sure. Kids yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, kids like viscous things. Oh, what about that thing? I remember, I still remember to this day, the Bill Nye the Science Guy episode where they put like... Bill, 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 exactly. Bill, 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 Bill. Uh, they put the uh, buttermilk uh, and moss in a blender, and then you pour it out on the what? sidewalk, and then you get moss everywhere. That's cool. I'd, I'd steal I that idea. I didn't see that one. Yeah, something, Jeez, something about, good. I think it's buttermilk. I don't remember. I don't think it's like soured milk or anything. I mean, I guess I don't really know what buttermilk is. It could be just soured milk. <laughs> well, well, we'll look it up later and we'll tweet it out. Yeah. How about you, Paul? What would you, what show would you create if you had like five minutes? Well, I was just thinking about it as you were telling yours, um, and it got really dark really quickly, <laughs> which I, I don't I don't think is ideal. It starts off probably with this family of opossums, and they're on their adventure, and they're having like garbage adventures, and they're chewing on some stuff, you know, getting rabies, good possum fun. Uh, and then at least one of them gets hit by a car, oh. and then I, I think the family starts to get really stressed out, and it's not really a kid's show anymore, and it's sort of more of a dark comedy, and I, I don't want to see where this goes. So what I think you just discovered, Paul, is that there's a difference between... Uh, what's appropriate for uh, preparation for a children's show and mm-hmm. what's appropriate for preparation for like an adult swim show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's one of the things is like maybe the proof that this doesn't descend in some sort of like just murder cult is mm-hmm. that she did have slightly more at least than five minutes to prepare for this. So she was able to say like, okay, I'm going to have a base storyline that doesn't involve any of them being hit or any of them being emulated with my gas canister that I just carry around with me. Uh, Whereas I feel like an adult swim show doesn't have to prepare for that. Yeah, I I wonder, you could be right, how much of a kid's show preparation is just making sure you don't kill the characters? Yeah, I I think a lot of it. Probably. Well, John, is there is there anything else in this clip that you want to talk about? I mean, there's there's so much that we could, oh but I, I don't know. Like, so what the hell is the rooster? Like, is that a rooster? Like, the Dammy thing on Dimitri top of the, the rooster? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that supposed to be a rooster? Because it looks like it looks like a rectangle with four stubby legs, a very long rectangle. And last I checked, roosters are not long. Nope. Nor do they have four legs. <laughs> Certainly not. Um, and then it also just seems to have like a like unicorn type horn for a head. And it's I'm very weird. confused by it. I- I'm equally as confused by the fact that on the air she tried out a new nickname for Demetrius the Rooster of Dammy and then was like, nope, that's not good. Let's back away from it. Dammy. Oh, D- Demetrius. I mean, D- Demetrius the Rooster. <laughs> Kukaloo, that's a snowman. Man. Yeah. No, I, I and also I just want to reiterate how much I love the toboggans. <laughs> how much I love <laughs> the five seconds it oh. took to come up with the toboggan design. And I'm pretty sure is the snowman not just like wads of cotton? I think yeah, it's just three cotton balls. It's three just... cotton balls. Three various sizes of cotton balls. They got that right. It's not just three cotton balls sitting on top of one another well, that, that's good at least this is a canadian show right talking about tobogganing oh, like that it's gotta be a canadian show like because that, that's not gonna play in peoria right american you know, kids don't know what toboggans are i think i think one of the other things that we know that that sort of like shows that this is probably a canadian show is because i'm pretty sure canadian television requires a certain amount of 
uh, of Canadian, like native Canadian television programming to be on the air in order to be broadcast in Canada. So like, if you want to watch the Simpsons, you've got to play PJ Katie, (laughs) uh, or something like that. Or if you want to, if you want to have an American show or a British show on air, you have to Mm -hmm. play, you know, it's sort of like one-to-one, which, you know, supports the Canadian entertainment industry. Sure. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John, since we're verging into theories a little bit with that, I'm hoping that we can both have two theories here. One for in-universe, what's happening on PJ Katie's farm to have gotten us to this point, but also in real life, like, how did this show come to be? Okay. All right. Uh, do you do you want to go first? Well, since since I imposed these restrictions with no warning, yeah, I should probably go first. All right, cool. So first, I mean, as I said before, in universe, I think PJ Katie has stolen the identity of Private John Katie, and is now living on his farm. Uh, probably killed him. And this is the first snowstorm that's happened on PJ Katie's farm since she took over. So she's hanging out with the animals, many of whom have never seen snow before, and trying to teach them how to hang out. You know, in winter, they build a snowman, but don't give it any eyes because. She doesn't want to be watched by a snowman, I'm I'm guessing. They go tobogganing, the nameless pig dies, they probably eat it, because you can't waste a, you know, perfectly good pig. And then the snow thaws, and, uh, you know, farm life continues. Alright, and so what do you think the the real world... Well, I think... Actions. Yeah, I think she's probably the the, um, woman, this real woman, not the, you know, claymation lady, um... Not claymation. There's no animation. In fact, PJ Katie doesn't move on the set. She just leans against the barn. But this woman is the daughter of a studio executive or someone in the industry, right? Uh-huh. Who, at some point, jokingly said, yeah, I'd love to host my own kids show. I could do all the work. Mm-hmm. Either to her, uh, one of her family members or just to someone on set for something else. And then they had to fill this time. They had to come up with a new show, maybe in the middle of a season, like you said. And they only gave her a half hour to prep, thinking that, you know, she said she wanted to do it. She must have great ideas and half the stuff already done. And they came to get her to do the show. She had smoked some weed. That's why she's laughing so nervously. And uh, is just trying to get through, remember the names of the characters that she made up on the drive over. And, you know, it just gets better from here. Yeah. So, that's... Good Lord. This is a nightmare show. Um, (laughs) yeah, I definitely think that, I think this is a farm. I think Katie, I think she runs a farm. I think she's PJ Katie on the farm and I think she's a farmer. Uh, I kind of now wonder about the nameless pig being nameless because they're going to eat it because like other than the cow, which we don't even hear from this whole time. Nope. Uh, there's no other like, like livestock type animal that you'd eat. So for all we know, the cow is also nameless. So maybe maybe they're just like <laughs> cow pig. You know, you you're not long for this world. I don't care if you talk, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna name you. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be attached. Uh, I do like that idea. Although I also like the idea of like this being sort of a biblical allegory, where uh, you know the pig is some sort of like you know Lucifer type or like you know. Uh, the devil sort of character trying sure. to convince all the other you know animals to do bad and then katie is trying to 
you know, show them the proper way to do things. Uh, like tobogganing. Uh, <laughs> and I, What's the opposite of the devil? Yeah, exactly. Tobogganing. tobogganing. Uh, at least in Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still illegal in three states, so. Um, yep. The thing that I like about uh, this is the fact that she doesn't really realize, like, in the real world, Katie doesn't seem to realize she didn't put a face on the snowman until halfway through. Just <laughs> and amazing. they were just like, eh, we'll keep going. Uh, so, yeah, it does look like just three snow, like, three cotton balls sitting in the middle of the set and with absolutely no relevancy to what's going on. Um. The other thing that I uh, that I think I think the real world thing that that happened here is I think that some Canadian television program uh, wanted to have let's see when do you think this was like ninety five something like that yeah mid nineties okay so some some uh, Canadian television network wanted to have Saturday morning cartoons with like. Dragon Ball and Pokemon and like, you know, maybe a few other shows or something like that, but they can't get them unless they also have equal time to Canadian television programs. So I think mm-hmm. this was their like bare minimum attempt to come up with a television show that costs them absolutely nothing. It it requires one woman just riffing on these like horrifying Sculpey creations Um you know, and and that's or plastilina creations, whatever whatever these things are, uh, mm. and and that's it. But then they would air it at like five in the morning, so nobody nobody I ever see. watched the show. Like I, I think that it was simply like one of those things where it's like, uh, okay, we've got to do this, but they don't have to tell us when to do it, and <laughs> so we're gonna just put this on five in the morning. If a kid wakes up at five in the morning, we're sorry. But they're going to they're going to go crazy once they see the Pokemon episode that's coming up, or the Power Rangers that's about to like blast some, you know, giant monsters out of the sky or something. Right. So, do you think Katie is fully like part of the plan and aware that she's producing a garbage show in this scenario? Oh yes, I think that she's absolutely. I think that she actually wants to work in the TV industry here, but she does not want to be on TV. I think she's like somebody's assistant. Who is just mm-hmm. basically given this like the same way that you'd be given a coffee order? <laughs> so oh, it's like, great. no, go go over there, play with those damn dolls for twenty minutes. We need <laughs> to get Power Rangers on this network. And so they, you know, she finds the oldest clothes that her mom has. <laughs> nice. And and just dresses up, puts her hair in pigtails. One of the most like degrading things I can imagine a a, a young professional having to do in the office is like dressing up as like this motley, horrifying like loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, your theory is getting mean. I like it. Okay, <laughs> but uh, right, well. I I just mean like it. Uh, I think that nothing about this is earnest or earned in any way. But you know. I, I'm okay if it is like I like if this is truly like a great Canadian television show it also kind of feels like somebody watched Mr. Rogers Neighborhood and simply saw the fact that Mr. Rogers does all the voices and they didn't look at all of the amazing puppetry or segments or you know like you know the the characters or anything that is good about Mr. Rogers Neighborhood just simply like oh fuck I could do that it's just you just do a bunch <laughs> of funny voices the entire time <laughs> Yeah. And and then they just decided to make a show like that instead. 
Man, I like all of those theories. John, based on everything that we've said, do you think we can recommend the show to the listener at home? Oh, yeah. No, I think the show sort of in its in its lack of anything, it has found something unique. <laughs> and that is... It's, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah, it is kind of... And, and in a way, isn't that what beauty is? <laughs> and aren't, aren't we all PJ Katie? Aren't we all PJ Katie at the end of the day? Uh, I'm Dammy the Rooster. Yeah. Dammy, no, okay. it's it's... What's the what's Sammy's real name? Demetrius. Demetrius. Yeah, let's roll back that name. Yep. Well, I I think I agree. Actually, I think this is kind of great. I don't know that I would watch it today, but I wish I'd grown up with it because yeah. it is just so insane. And everybody should watch this clip at least. I mean, I feel like it's pro like you know, I feel like it's definitely something that you you can watch in very specific situations. Like maybe first thing in the morning, putting it on. I don't know why I think that, but like I'm used to watching like horrible children's shows and stuff like that first in the first thing in the morning. So like I could see myself like heating up breakfast while like PJ Katie's on in the other room or something. That, I I definitely could too. I think, man, I just think this is great. So I think we owe a massive thank you to Alex yes. for submitting this piece of history yeah it's just great uh, if if you want to support the podcast and you have anything like this lying around send it to us use the contact us form on our website also rate us five stars on itunes or you know four is fine three or below i, I wouldn't bother um <laughs> you can always reach out to us though at the minute podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at minute pod find us on facebook or we're not on snapchat i don't think no but we're on Instagram, so however that works. Yep. This episode was hosted by Paul Rebrick and John Ward, produced by John Ward, theme music by Paul Rebrick. Thank you, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.